I'm gonna go around and check in on my girls like I always motherfucking do. Um, I'm gonna start with Laquan. Laquan, what you been up to, bitch? Bitch, you know I've been working. You know I've been working, <laughs> and I've been jumping on my trampoline. Um, and kind of just like finding ways to heal at home and feel better and yeah. feel good and release myself from some things that I don't want. Um to be weighing me down and that's been feeling good so I feel like so caught up on work I feel like I've been making a lot of time for like fun and free time and really trying to figure out too though what is my next bag because I have no more income starting like as of a couple like as of a month ago I don't Mm -hmm. have any income until the end of the year so I have to figure out like where I'm going to get the next bag (laughs) um and trying not to spend all my money on expensive ass flights so that's where I'm at (laughs) OMG, and you're currently folding clothes. <laughs> yeah, laundry. Right. Yeah, I have my laundry as I'm talking about spending money. Definitely got my laundry picked up by a truck and dropped off the next day and folded yeah. and everything. We love a drop off service, bitch. And if anything, if, if you saw me fold any clothes, it was only because I dropped it out of the bag, but it was already oh. folded. It was already folded. <laughs> It's the Her amount view. of pink towels for me. I was I about to say, know. bitch. She's oh. giving pink. Think pink. It's pink. <laughs> pink me. Down. Girl. It's a, you know I'm a princess. Okay. Don't, don't play. <laughs> I live. <laughs> I'm going to pass it over to Stevie. Stevie, what you been up to, bitch? Oh, girl. I've been up to this. I've been up to that. Um... Florida is still Florida. Uh, I'm still here, still trying to find and gain some type of balance down here. Because, again, it's not the same as New York. I feel like I said that every week, but it's the truth. Um, Relationships are not easy. I will say that. I just want to say that and say that again. Relationships are not easy. Um, But I'm making it. We're making it. Um, A lot of growing pains, just making it through. Uh, I love my baby to death. But Sometimes we just be, you know, going through some things and it's just a new relationship and um, we're just learning each other every day. Um, I've changed a lot. I'm not as, I want to say, abrasive as I used to be. (laughs) I kind of sit back and I'm a little more calm with him. This is not changing me. That's not changing. But as far as my relationship and keeping everything balanced and just learning each other, um, I've I've, I've taken a little backseat a little bit um, with just the way that I handle certain things. Um, But I also have to thank therapy for that. Um, Mm. Again, therapy has changed my life. I think that should be like my hashtag. Um, It's just, you know, different times and I'm in sessions with my therapist and she's just like, you got to look at the situation in this way and how is it affecting him and how is it affecting you? And if it's too much for you, maybe you need to back up or take a different approach and just look at it. Um, from a different uh, standpoint and just, you know, fix whatever you need to fix to make sure that you both are comfortable or yourself is comfortable because you moved from New York all the way to Florida. Um, yeah. And just, just, just figuring things out on the day to day. She's giving me help with. Um, so yeah, if you're not in therapy, please find a way to get in. And if you don't feel afraid or don't feel ashamed that you have to get it and don't let yeah. anyone's opinions of, Oh, therapy's not for you. And you know, sometimes in the black family, they're like, uh, yeah, therapy's not going to fix. Let's pray it all away. If you feel like you need to get professional help, please take it upon yourself to find you a therapist. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I also cried the other day. Ugh. So I haven't had an opportunity to speak to my nephew. Um, oh, yeah. Listen to the podcast. I always talk about my nephew and how I pretty much raised him from a baby to where he is now. Um, and I hadn't been able to catch him. He normally calls me on, on his iPad and I've been working and like figuring things out down here and I haven't had the opportunity to talk to him. Um, and then my mom was like, I was like, mom, if he comes, cause he was out playing in the park or whatever. And I was like, mom, as soon as he gets home, make sure he FaceTimes me or calls me or whatever and make sure we can have that like moment. He called me, I was crying down on the phone. Um, it was like, I was missing a child 
And this is exactly another reason why I do not want children. Cause I'm just like, damn, now I have to sit in like, oh my God, maybe I should fly back to New York just to go see him. And, and oh my God, how is he doing? And certain things around the house have not changed. And I'm just like, uh, how is that affecting him? And the school shootings and all this, it's just a lot. So yeah, I have like a little sentimental moment with my nephew and uh, just miss my nephew and just, you know, my family a little bit, my nephew more than anyone of my mom, but you know, I've just been, you know, figuring things out. Um, that's, that's to be on, um, you know, that's understandable. Like, you know, bitch, you basically raised him. Yeah. So it's giving very much of that's, that's, that's really a son to you, you know? Yeah. Um, it's so very much, bitch, I'm a mother. Bitch, I'm no a mother. Shade. Okay. No shade. Yeah. Especially when, when he was first born, bitch. You couldn't, bitch, yeah. you couldn't take him out my arm every time I had him. No. I was like, look at him. Seriously. Look at my baby. <laughs> I, and look, I, 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 not for nothing, he looks just like you and yeah. he has grown so much. Gosh. Like, everyone have recently posted a picture to him. I'm like, yeah, that's a grown man. <laughs> and then I'm going to miss his birthday. It's on the 13th. Ugh. Oh, it's just, yeah, it's a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it'll, it'll be okay, though. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. You got to get through this. Yeah, um, for sure. I'm going to go ahead and pass it to Neist. Neist. I wish uh -huh. I knew a little bit of French. <laughs> okay. Bonjour. <laughs> it's giving bonjour. Pussies talk English, Spanish, and French, bitch. Okay. Come on out. Hey, y'all. I just touched down back in motherfucking Jersey, and I am over it because Paris could have got like two more days out of me, but I probably would have lost 10 more pounds because the bitch was not eating over there because the, food, <laughs> the, food, the food was not giving. It'd be out. hard on the country. It'd be hard. It'd be like a banana and a rice. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> this is probably the first trip I've taken that I just thoroughly did not enjoy the food. <laughs> um, but I enjoyed everything else so much that, like, I was forgetting to eat sometimes. Yeah. But Paris was definitely a bop. It was giving me low-key, like, New York vibes, but... Um, without the good food. <laughs> without the good food. And it just felt... I don't really travel to other cities, per se. I'm really, like, an island, tropical kind of girl. So I'm always just there for the drinks and the vibes. Um the only other time I've been to a big city was like when I went to Stockholm. Um, but this was like really nice, like to see all like the monuments. We did a lot of the touristy shit. Um, so Eiffel Tower, Notre Dame. Um, it was really nice. The people, I mean, obviously, like a lot of people know English, had to pull out translate a few times because I just knew you go over there and make sure you say bonjour before you start talking to the girls. The girls will greet you. They just need their greeting. And then they yeah. will talk to you in English, bitch. But don't go up in there saying hello. Because they will look at you and be like, bitch, bonjour. <laughs> bonsoir. Try it again. Bonsoir. Right. Bonsoir. <laughs> and then you like, oh, shit. Bonsoir. Um, the girl gave tests in Paris. The energy was very similar. It just felt nice to be like not home, not having to worry about work, um, not stressing about anything. The time difference did not really fuck me up because my work schedule. So um, now I'm here back home waking up at 9 a.m., which normally I don't get up till like 12 or 2. Um, yeah. So this is nice to be up at 9 a.m. and feel like a motherfucking spring chicken, bitch. I was, oh, up. I was like, bitch, let me go get my Starbucks. Um, <laughs> it was, bitch, even the, even, I will say they got it with the, with the pastries. Everyone says, go get a croissant in Paris, bitch. The, the croissant was so flaky, bitch. I was dusting it off my shirt. Come on. I, I had me a, I had, bitch. The, the pastries were good. Okay. The you food was like good, but the pastries were fab. No shade. <laughs> and I went to, I made sure I went to like a little local pastry. The ones that like, bitch, like over here, like you go to a little bakery, a mom and pop. Yeah. I was trying to go to like the, the ones that you can see on every corner, bitch. I was like, let me go to an actual bakery, bitch. And I had me a, a fab croissant. <laughs> I always had my little espressos. It was just really a good time. I did get to try some snails, some escargot. It's giving escargot pussy. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. It was, it was fab. I'm not going to lie. It was fab. Yeah. I would say my favorite 
things to do. We did, um, Chris and I did a tour. We did a boat tour. Um, the, the boat was glass and they like drove through all their like monuments. Um, and then they ended at the Eiffel Tower when the Eiffel Tower twinkles because it only twinkles like on the hour from like oh, 11 wow. to 1. So you only get to see a twinkle for like five minutes on the hour. Damn. Um, so I thought it was very like, oh, bitch, they're going to land this here so we can see the Eiffel Tower twinkle. It was given very much. And that was probably one of the best food I had the whole time on the boat. Mm. And when we went to Roland Garros, because we did go to the French Open, bitch, that experience was definitely one for the books. I'm not really a tennis girl. Chris is the tennis connoisseur. But, bitch, now now it's giving tennis, bitch. Y'all going to see me at every fucking... Right, that's what yeah. you're gonna taste. Can't book. It's giving world tour for the for the opens. It's giving Wimbledon no now. It's giving U.S. Open. It's giving. I know my stuff, bitch. You want to hit me on the court? What's up, bitch? Come it's on. It's giving so, Wimbledon. It's giving okay. Wimbledon, bitch. Like I need yes. to see Serena now. No shade. Um, it was really a good time. I got to see Coco yeah. Golf um battle. We went to see the finals. Um, oh wow! Yeah, it was a little coin. Because we had the VIP tickets, so it was given like secluded room, drinks, food. That food, that, girl. that food was fab, and the boat food was fab. Everything else, Paris, um, y'all need to do tax refunds yeah. for food purchases at the airport. No shade. It's given. Give the people their money back for the food. Um, but everything else, I got me a tattoo. It was so much fun. It was so much, and I was with my man, like. Bitch, I love traveling yeah. the world with him. That he made me get a passport. No shade. When I met him, he was like, "Bitch, I travel." I was like, "No shade. I don't got a passport." And every, like, literally, almost every stamp in my passport is with him. So, shout out to my man for ma- making me get out there. Um, Work. Yeah, I would definitely go back. Now, when I go back, it's giving club party, drink, get drunk. This time it was like touristy. Go to bars, try the food. Yeah, spend some money on some clothes, and yeah, I had a good time. I'm definitely going back, and I'm I'm taking Bash next time, cause bitch, how I didn't take my French bulldog uh-huh. to Paris? Don't make sense, girl. <laughs> you made a point. Oh my god, the pictures looked amazing, um, and just all look so like I love how y'all. It's just always on point. Um, and you just like you look really happy. I don't really I never too. stuff for yourself. So like when I see you like be real intentional with you know trips and stuff, even if it's to like surprise or whatever, it's just nice to see you happy and giddy. It's like a little child almost, you know, and I feel like you don't have those moments often. So I'm happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I gotta start posting more pictures of me smiling so the girls could it could give black boy joy okay you are done no shade <laughs> they're done they're okay. done they're done, <laughs> they're done. <laughs> omg um i'm gonna just go ahead and check in um I'm really, really great, bitch. It's no shade. My boyfriend got to finally finally meet my mama. And wow. I got to see my mom and love on her or whatever. So that was the cool. Um, we stayed in her house while we were so it was just, I don't know. Like I, I don't get much time with my mom. So it was just me and Lefty loving on her. And we went out to eat and um you know, she cooked for us things and baked macaroni and cheese and oh spaghetti and stuff. So we was just literally like eating, smoking and drinking while we were there. But it was, I told um, Lefty, it was really good to kind of detach. No shade. Um, we went to the Her concert and that was amazing, bitch. She sold, she had that house packed. The girls were singing bar for bar. And I just didn't know her fans gave that. I didn't know her music gave that. Um, I don't listen to her, but I thoroughly enjoyed the fucking concert. So you have to go to a her concert because you'll have fun. Um, what else? The last thing I'm going to say, um, I was on Twitter coming back on the bus and I saw Laquan tweet something to the extent of like there's never enough time you know 
um, you know, we're transplants. So like we go home and visit our family. And I feel like I'd be going there, you know, for the weekend or for like two or three days or whatever. And it's just never enough time, you know. Um, and I really, really didn't want to leave my mama, but it, I got to come back and hear and make it do what it do. I got to go to work and stuff. But like I said, overall, it was a really, really great trip. And I can't wait to be back in my mama's presence. I, I love that lady to pieces. It's no shade. So, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and get into the thick of things. This is a very, very, very special moment, special episode today. We have the men of Moby in the house today. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and get started. Um, I'm going to start with Anthony. Anthony, what's up? Hey, hey, how are y'all doing? Thank you for having us. Of course, of course. Um, I guess you can go ahead and start with uh, who Moby is and what Moby does. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm Anthony, the director of events and operations for Moby. It has been five amazing transformative years. <laughs> We've been kind of in this space um, producing some really dope uh, events that span from Moby Talks to Moby Fest to fitness events to financial literacy events. So when I think about like the past five years, I just think about what we've um, uh, done so far. But in essence, we're a um, a group of, uh, of folks really just producing uh, social connectivity events for Black gay queer individuals here across the world. But specifically, the grant started in New York City. Um, and the main goal is to really you know, talk about wellness outside of the direct avenue of just STIs and HIV and, and, and sex. It's like, no, there's, there's more that we need to talk about in our community um, that, you know, ranges from, again, like I mentioned before, um, finance workshops, fitness workshops, mental health. It ranges so many things. So what we try to do is curate these events, bring people together, um, have thought leaders in the space that really um, to, to showcase their excellence, but also have their excellence flow through the people in the room. And it's contagious and it's amazing. Like when you really go to these events, I sit back and I'm like, I think we got some like Moby magic happening because <laughs> it's just the energy yeah. that's kind of really, really dope. But um, yeah, that's kind of the, I guess, the elevator <laughs> story. I <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm going to pass it to Julian. Um, hey, Julian, how you doing? I'm doing really good. Thank y'all so much for allowing us to be on. Of course. Um, I guess I wanted to ask, um, what does MOBI stand for, for our listeners? Yeah, so MOBI stands for Mobilizing Our Brothers Initiative. Yes. In the- <laughs> I live, I live, I live. And so um, what is your piece uh, and your part in MOBI? Um, so within Moby, I'm the deputy director. And uh, so basically what that entails of, I am basically Deshaun's right-hand man uh, when it comes to getting a lot of like some of the um, like business administration things, I guess. Um, but also I mainly work with like the talent. Um, so mm-hmm. Moby Fez, Moby Talks, uh, when we're all like thinking about who would be like some amazing individuals to be a part of the events, I usually am the one that's like reaching out and making sure everything is set up and um, yeah, that the talent feels really great and feels welcome um, along with the rest of the team. So yeah, that's, that's kind of like my little gist and social media too. I love it. I love it. And I'm going to pass it over to Dwayne. Dwayne. What do you, how are you? Uh, I'm tired. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you're supposed to say you're doing fine in all things, but no, I'm, I know. I'm tired. <laughs> two of us. Thank you for keeping it real. Yeah, of course. But I'm here and I'm excited. What's... I, I love it. I also wanted you to kind of explain um, what was your, mo- uh, what is your part uh, within Moby? 
Yeah, so I have the pleasure of serving as um, Director of Community Engagement. So essentially, uh, my role is uh, I liaise with community-based organizations and providers and other partners um, and just kind of oversee like what that looks like, ensuring that um, any of the partnerships that we have align with our mission. And also just kind of like supporting um, the creative uh, team members and like ensuring that our mission and focus on wellness is always weaved into our messaging and into the spaces that we that we curate. So, um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. And just, you know, being that sort of like bridge between community, um, keeping an eye and ear as to what's relevant and what's happening um, in terms of like health, wellness and things of that nature. And, you know, just exploring what wellness looks like. And, and when I say exploring, I really mean defining it for us. Yeah. 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 Because things like that are always changing. So the main reason um, why we wanted to um have this episode and to record uh, with the members of Moby is to um, promote Moby Fest. Um, so I, I wanted uh, y'all to go ahead and get started on that. Like, what is Moby Fest? What's happening? Tell the girls everything that they need to know so they can have a guide for the upcoming events and for this weekend. Well, I'll explain what Moby Fest is and I'll pivot to someone else to, you know, kind of add to and then talk about some of the week's events um, because it, it's been so many that I'm confused. I get, <laughs> I'm lost. Yeah. So I have to like go to like our website and webpage and be like, what's happening? Um, but, uh, Moby Fest is our way of um, acknowledging and celebrating the contributions of queer people of color to um, in, in the arts arena. Um, and also, again, just ensuring that like we use this opportunity to intersect um, what wellness is and explore, you know, even things like art as wellness. And um, yeah, and, and, and intersect that with with uh, media and art and things of that nature and just making sure that like people not only have a good time, but they uh, they learn something new, even if that's learning like a new artist. Right. Um, so, yeah. So there are a lot of events. And uh, that have already taken place. And I will say that this is our first time in person in two years. Um, and yeah. so we are really excited about that. Uh, fortunately, Laquan did an amazing job of like directing and uh, uh, our virtual opportunities over the past two years, um, which, you know, now we have something that just lives forever um, <laughs> online. Yeah. So it's great, but it's really nothing like, like Anthony said, it's nothing like experiencing that like sort of Moby magic in person. Yeah, I think another thing is just looking at the lineup of artists specifically for Saturday is so dope. Like they just range the gamut of talent and genre of music and just look and feel and vibe like it's going to be something really, really, really amazing. Um, so like for me as the guy in the back pressing buttons and <laughs> getting files and um, plugging in stuff it's just really beautiful to see what um, these artists have created on their own but to like bring it together in this melting pot from Opie Fest is mind-blowing so I'm just excited to have everyone witness these artists and support these artists it's not yeah. just a matter of um, them getting on stage to just perform it's a matter of like this is a platform that you can extend the support further after Moby Fest buy their mm -hmm. albums you know, buy their um, campaign, whatever they're doing, support them um, because it's bigger than just this one day. It's, you know, it's there. It's, it's, it's everything. So yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely encourage folks to do that as you come. But, and again, if you take a look at some of the artists before you come, you know, uh, learn some of their music before so you can sing along and scream <laughs> with them on stage, like enjoy uh, the promo and the awesome promo that Laquan has created this year yeah. for the graphics. I got to give a big, big, big shout out because those graphics are amazing. So great. They are. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. They did you. Thank you. I love it. Julian, did you have anything to add? Yeah, for sure. So um, on just to piggyback on what Dwayne and Anthony met, uh, mentioned, um, it's, it's really exciting that we are, you know, like back in person. I think we, with our, um, the first event that we had, which was our queer art show this past Sunday on June 5th, um, it was really dope to um, be just back in community. I think um, I personally forgot all of the work that goes into like a live event yeah. because we've been 
doing everything virtual these past two years, like Dwayne mentioned. And I, um, like leading up to it, it was just so beautiful to finally be in the space and be just like, oh my gosh, all these beautiful black queer artists and individuals and musicians, dancers, just smiling and feeling so much love. And, you know, it just has me so, so super excited about like uh, the kickoff event today with Trappy Hour and the Deviant event tomorrow and the uh, Moby Fest live event happening this Saturday from 6 to basically 2 a.m. <laughs> uh, featuring <laughs> so many amazing Black queer artists. Um, it's just, it's it's a time. So, I mean, if y'all listening, y'all need to be there or yes. check us out. Another Here thing I want to say is that like, like, when we speak about wellness, it's like, this is wellness. Like music, art, design, culture, expression of that form and in a lot of ways is healing in so many ways, you know? And I think yeah. that, you know, um, when, we, when, we, when we do this, we keep that at the top priority, you know, of like, how are we integrating holistic wellness as an organization since that's what our ground roots are for? You know, we bring yeah. people together um, but it's within that foundational practice of wellness um, holistically yeah. for our community. Uh, so, yeah, it's like, I, I, yeah, to your point, you know, Julian, outside of when we when we do these things, we, we keep that as as a top of mind. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I'm not going to get um, again. I'm not going to take too much shine away. But I think one thing that I love uh, that Moby is doing um, is just really bringing the girls together and giving us the space to really fellowship. Um, and to your point of just being in that space um, for I know for me personally, just fellowshipping with all my girls and the girls, period, is it is healing, you know, um, so we, we really do thank you and we appreciate like your work and um, your continued efforts to make um, just spaces for us, you know. Now, Miss Girl, you over there folding clothes. I was about to get into you, LaCroix. <laughs> Listen, what's the question? <laughs> yes, what's the question? So, of course, um, you know, we all know and love Laquan. He wears so many hats. But I just wanted to um, get you to kind of explain your part um, with Moby and what it is you do uh, with Moby Laquan. Yeah, so I'm the visual director for Moby, um, which started off as like me redoing their logo and maintaining the website and doing like the graphics and flyers and stuff like that and kind of evolved into um, Moby really just kind of letting me be who I am and who I want to be and like have a bunch of ideas and them helping me figure out how to make those things come to life. Like um, like our Moby Talks digital series we did um, over the pandemic or like the really cool booths that you see or any campaigns that we've done in the past featuring like all the um, folks from the community and like me being able to shoot them in like a way that makes them feel excited or fun or pretty um, as well as like a bunch of other things. I describe us as community organizers and um, they let me be a community organizer as well as an artist, and that's super exciting. Um, and, and I love the way that it, it, it feeds the community and um, makes me feel nice, too. I love it. I love it. I guess you can start. Um, I guess my next question, you often talk about, you know, your intentions and, you know, wanting, we call it being a community girl, but like, you know, really giving back and making a change in our, our community and the Black queer community. Um, and I wanted to know from each member of Moby, like, what keeps you coming back to the table to, um, you know, make change and be a part of Moby and like, what, what's your drive personally, you know, outside of the mission of Moby? I can kind of jump in. So I'm born and raised in the Bronx and New York and Moby, it was like this perfect match of my city me as an individual, what I want to do for, you know, my community. So it was like every, all the, the boxes were checked in so many ways once Deshaun, you know, brought this opportunity to, to, to my way. And I was like, yo, I'm not going to get another opportunity this beautifully curated, you know, as mm -hmm. far as like it's checking off all these things that I want to do from a personal and professional perspective. Like I've been, I've been directing events for the past 16, 15 years in mm. an array of different organizations and companies, profit, not 
for-profit, nonprofit, media, and et cetera. So it's like, when I think about that check, that check is different compared to the Moby experience and the Moby check, you know? It's like, this is something that is connected to a deeper part of my identity. And the fact that I have an opportunity and a chance to kind of produce and curate something that can extend to my community and put my name on it, that shit is like phenomenally like like I, there's no words for that you know for yeah. someone who really loves what you do and then you get an opportunity that lands in lands in your lap like this so um yeah it's it's personal it's professional it ties both of them together and yeah it's it's it's, it's everything so that's my personal reason why like I keep doing this work and I'll never stop you know I think Moby will Moby has like my heart forever in so many ways I so love it. yeah I love that answer Who's next? I agree. Like, I I really love the Moby team. You know, like it's I think when you're when you're when you're a part of something and I th- like for example, when you're a part of like a job or something, like it it helps when you actually like the people that you work with, you know? Mm. Um so, you know, I, I genuinely like love each and every individual a part of the Moby team, like, um, and I think all of our whys are important when it comes to Moby, you know, yeah. and the why is the constant continuation of creating these spaces for black and brown individuals, you know, to see their holistic selves. And um, it's just, um, it's so beautiful, like, outside of like the programming part, we usually take like a retreat, um, like uh, maybe like a year before the, or not a year, maybe like nine months before we actually start Moby Fest and stuff. Um, And so it's a moment for us to kind of like, just sit, plan, think, play games, talk, get to know each other better. And um, I think that intention that we take to get to know each other is, Mm -hmm. um, makes us so much stronger as a team. You know, so I, I, I really, truly love each and every person on this team. And it's like everyone kills it in their own roles. You know, it's like um, everyone just gives 10. So it's just it's amazing. I, I love the team. You know, the team is amazing. And the team keeps me coming back. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Dwayne, what you got for us? Yeah, I mean, much of what's been said, Anthony put it beautifully that like it checks the it checks the the professional box and the personal box. Um, Mm -hmm. So I've always just been a human service kind of person and just like really interested in making sure that like that like that there is community and that it's somewhere that like I and my peers would be comfortable with. And that's been in my work in public health. That's been in my work in research. I'm always going to try to find a way to create or to, you know, just kind of curate some type of like community amongst ourselves. Right. And so Moby does that. And that's also the thing that just kind of feeds me is that we create community. Um, and and I, I, I don't, let me, let me retract that. <clears throat> um, let me check that. I don't think we create community. I think we create the space and the community happens. Mm-hmm. I think that's what that's like the beautiful part about it because it just naturally happens wherever we go. And so, um, so yeah, just being able to really just like be a part of that and be a bit curated. And I always say that like one of the things that always that that always like gives me pleasure in whatever role I'm in is that. I'm when if ever I'm able to allow to create a space that I would want to sit in. And 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 a lot of times that's because it's something that I want to see. And I'm and Moby gives me that room to say, I want to see this. I want to attend this. And no one's doing it. Well, we're gonna do it. You know what I mean? Like that kind of yeah. thing. And not yeah. wait around for someone else or not start pitching ideas to everybody else and you know, and saying, like, oh, you know, can we come in? It's so we can, we have the opportunity to just do whatever the hell we want to do. And I think that's yeah. really beautiful. So so yeah, so I think just it just being this 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 hub for creativity and community, it's just like that's that's it for me. I love it. I love it. And uh, lastly, Laquan, what what's your you know get right? What keeps you coming back to the table? Um, similar to earlier, what keeps me coming back to Moby is just that 
I just feel like I get to be my full self and I feel like I get to be like comfortable in that because y'all know I'm a working girl. And so like mm-hmm. it is e and it is laughs and it is fun. and It is like a wholesome thing to do for the community. But they also like let me work. They let me work and they kind of like let me off the leash when I want to do a whole thing, which isn't mm-hmm. always the best because I'm very ambitious. But it is nice for people to trust you and like he got this. He can do it. Yeah, he got it. He said he want to do this in, in two days and he got it go for it i see the vision and um i really love that support and encouragement um and yeah i mean it means a lot to me and i love the team and i feel just very safe and protected similar to how i feel here at him podcast um and that kind of thing is what really keeps me loyal and keeps me staying when i when i feel like folks have gotten have taken the time to get to know me and to understand me and like my way of being and it makes me just feel like I can be that and I don't have to convince people of, of who I am anymore um yeah. and that just is really important to me I fucking live I this small short story I had said earlier that I went back to my hometown um and visited for a few days and you know while I was there <laughs> I got to thinking about why I moved in a huge part of me moving to the city was just, you know, as a gay person, there just wasn't much community or anything to do with the other gay people, you know? Um, and it's still very much, a, uh, it still very much is that way, you know? Um, and I, I, I think, again, I thank y'all so much because obviously there is a need for you and your organization, but there's so many other people who don't have the resources to 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 make that happen and i don't know it it just sucks you know um but like i said the the work is definitely um needed and we appreciate you so much um because the black spaces the black queer spaces are disappearing so fast um and so yeah we're gonna go ahead and get into the breakdown i'm gonna give it to niece actually niece you remember the question I, I do, but um, Dwayne, I think you wanted to say something. No, I was just oh, sorry. Say, no, it was all good. I, it was just really, it was really beautiful. And it just got me to thinking just, and I don't know why the, the phrase we deserve like popped in my head. Um, and you're talking about like your hometown and, and that's just kind of what it is. And, and Moby, you know, we started in, in New York, but then uh, because of attention and, and just the need, right? Like people start have been inviting us um, to, you know, different cities and spaces. And at first we didn't have the resources to, and now we, we sort of do. And so it gives us pleasure to do so. But I just want to say we deserve, like we absolutely deserve um, yes. to, you know, to to experience um, to experience professional and high level um, opportunities, events, spaces, people, art. We deserve to experience that, and we deserve to experience it <laughs> without having to like break the bank or without having to like go without something to eat or you know or sacrifice like our rent to go to a concert or something of that nature. Like you know what I'm saying. So like that's also part of it. Is just like creating that that access point for people and uh, allowing them that opportunity that they probably would not have had, uh, you know, otherwise, you know? So, so yeah, I just wanted to throw it in there. Oh, amen. I love that. I love that. Niece. I live for that. Um, also, thank you all. I actually went to my first Moby Talks in person like a few weeks ago and probably like two episodes, I was raving for like 15 minutes about how great of an experience it was. Um, we all got to be part of the virtual one, but there's nothing like actually going in person and like hearing everyone's experience. So again, thank you for creating those spaces. Um, but it's Pride Month. We know it's yeah. Pride Month and the girls are here. Um, so I want to know, we have a thing we call the breakdown. So the breakdown is our version of an icebreaker. Got to shake it up a little bit for the girls. So mm-hmm. we would like to know what is your favorite memory of Pride? And I'm going to start with Julian. Tell me what was your favorite moment of any Pride? Gosh. Uh, so I remember, um, I think it was in like 2015. Um, it was around the time that Blackbird came out. And I was able to go to San Francisco's Pride. And um, I thought I was just like going to the Pride. But little did I know it was an actual like, what do you call the thing like the cars that are in it like in the pride it was like a whole booth thing like a like a whole blackbird booth like the floats a float yes it was yeah. like a, a float 
<laughs> that um they dedicated like to Blackbird. And so I was able to like um me and some of the cast members were able to like actually be in the Pride parade and like drive around drive around and stuff and so like it was so unexpected but it was such a beautiful experience just to see like so many people like just proud you know and happy just so excited to be you know and so excited to um just show love you know I don't know it was just such a beautiful moment I love that I love that all right Anthony tell me about your favorite pride moment this well this was i'll say favorite and it was funny and horrible and good at the same time but it's a whole story so uh years ago i it was my first pride march for an organization that i was leading like the group leader for like it was like 90 to like 120 people something somewhere around there and we had like a bus it was like a double decker bus and we had like a dj at the top and you know when i get in my event mode i'm like you know, just like, let's go, let's go, let's go with the TikTok, you know, just get, re- I get really event mode. So um, the DJ, there was something wrong with the DJ and the DJ couldn't figure it out for like three hours. Mind you, we're about to like start walking. DJ the entire time, the music was not playing. It kept going on and off. And oh. that experience was just like trash, but it was my favorite because I had the opportunity to like not I realized once the music wasn't going to work anymore I then pivoted to the experience you know I switched from event mode to back to what Julian is saying yo like hundreds of people are cheering me because I'm gay and black and queer like on like what what type of shit is that like so it it was like so it, it quickly switched to wait no, y'all are like cheering me on. Y'all are cheering us on. Y'all are like proud that we're here. And I think that moment was like, okay, this is a moment of just be present and be connected to the experience. And although logistics are going to be logistics, but at the end of the day, like you're, you know, touching babies and you're like speaking to people who and giving out swag and you're like, oh my God, it's just a whole ass moment. So <laughs> I guess from that moment, going back to the other thing, it was a, it was a professional and personal thing that came <laughs> to head at a moment yeah. that was really, really dope for me. And um, it was in New York, of course. So I was seeing people that I've seen before, seeing people that I've never came out to. Then they're just like, oh, wait. And I'm like, okay, you should have known by now. But, <laughs> but it was just a good, dope experience. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love it. That's fire. Also, you know, music is a big thing. So I would have been gagging the whole time. I don't think I would have been able Max. to switch. I would have been trying to fix that music for hours. <laughs> like, let's let's get the let's get the beat pumping. So <laughs> that's cute that you was able to like, okay, the girls are living for me. Let me get my life actually. Um, I love that. So Dwayne, you're next. Let me hear your favorite pride memory. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. Um it is just something about being in the parade. <laughs> so I'm from Houston, Texas, born and raised, and um, I lived in Atlanta. I've also lived in Dallas, and I've been in parades at each one, you know, each one of those cities um, in Houston a few times. But um, I wish you were here. But like, if you know Deshaun Usher, you know that like if he tells you to meet him anywhere, you just got to be prepared for whatever. And, or ask a, a ton of questions, as Anthony would probably do. <laughs> um, because you just never know what the hell you're going to be getting into. Yeah. Uh, I thought we were attending the New York Pride Parade. This was my first year uh, here. And what he was doing in the background, a lot of the what happened that summer was he was trying to get me to move to New York. And, um, and, I, and I saw it and I knew it. And I was like, does this make sense? Like, does it really fucking make sense for me to just uproot for no reason and just come to New York? Um, and so even down to like connecting me to like this woman who said, oh, I got your number from this from Deshaun Usher. And, you know, there's this job we have. I'm not looking for a job, <laughs> but I did end up taking it. Um, but anyway, I, <laughs> so anyway, he tells me we're going to go to the parade uh, to a, he didn't say the parade, actually say pride event. 
Um, got there, got to the uh, parade. Okay, cool. We're going to attend the parade. Um, I was excited. I had black sequin pants on, these really nice white shoes. And, and um, I uh, I was just super cute in this hat. And it was just all appropriate. He was like, we're actually going to be marching. I was like, oh, that's so exciting. In the lead. That was, <laughs> I was like, we're leading. Oh, so we're kicking this. We're kicking this off. Um, and there's just like this cool boomerang that I cherish. It was just me. And then we put, we put up through on Moby shirts. Um, and it was just me just waving my, my gay pride, uh, parade and my sequin pants. And, um, I don't know, it was just a moment because, uh, again, the, the other added part is that it's New York, you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. you know, we, it was just exhilarating. It was fun. And as Anthony said, you realize in that moment, like these people are like, champion you know like they are like cheering us on <laughs> they are excited for us um to be ourselves and so uh just live in that moment so you know I, I i drank and i enjoyed the moment and it was that's my favorite pride moment so far <laughs> i fucking live i live for that i also live for people living for the girls so i've yeah. been in my life yeah i was gonna say i was gonna go um take it to the him girls but um bitch i i really don't have a favorite moment i just i really love when the girls get together and it just be a bunch of girls in one place like i yeah. remember when i used to go to school in atlanta um my freshman year at morehouse i like probably went to my first pride event and bitch it was so many girls in the parking lot and i just go into overload when i see so many people um and so yeah like it's it's never about the event or anything it's just i love being around a shit ton of people being gay and like just getting into ourselves you know that's what that's what pride is uh, for me but um stevie what's your what's your favorite memory of pride Oh, girl, like I have too many. I think every time Pride comes around, it's my favorite favorite moment in Pride because I get to be myself and I get to live and get to be in my truth and be around the girls and just turn up. And especially with us being in, a, in the house for such a long time, now the girls are actually able to be around each other. Girl, I want to just celebrate every chance I get. So <laughs> I can't really pinpoint a particular moment. I just want to say every time I get to celebrate Pride is my, uh, my favorite moment. I love it. I love it. Laquan, do you have a um, do you have a um, a, a favorite memory of Pride? Yeah, I would I would say my favorite memory of Pride. Um, I think this year we had the festival in um, May at the time, but the first Moby Fest I ever went to um, was really kind of nuts for me because uh, the team had invited me to to contribute. At first, they had asked me if I wanted to live paint. I was like, well, I'm not going to do that, but I can do this. And so I'm like, OK, I'll do like a like a, a, a video. So it was my first time ever doing like any kind of documentary, any film and ever press and record on my camera. Um, and, and that's where I met him podcast and um, a lot of other beautiful people. Um, just like getting to ask questions, um, getting to ask myself questions, getting to ask my partner questions, and then going to the actual day of the festival. And it's on these big ass screens, this thing that I had like created, um, yeah. whatever quality it was and just like really well-intentioned though and um, beautiful and all its rights. And I was like, damn, this is really cool just to kind of sit and have this moment um, and see all these people in the room who like look and feel like me. And um, yeah, it was that, that was really nice and special. Um, I love that moment. I remember that moment like yesterday. Lepon, we yeah. I'm sitting, I'm like Same. in the booth, uh-huh. and then Lepon is like, I was exporting in the car, right? Yeah, yeah. he was like, <laughs> I, really, I don't know, but just because he literally just gave me, I was like, we're gonna make it work. We got you. Don't worry about it. I was so excited to be late. <laughs> and then at the end of the festival, Deshaun pulls me aside and is like. By the way, here's a check for your contribution to the blah blah. And I was doing it for free. I'm like, bitch, not this check. <laughs> and it was a cute, it was a cute check too. And I was a baby, and I, so I wasn't seeing numbers like that. So I was like, okay, shit, butter me up. Yeah, definitely that. I fucking live. I just wanted to know, um, or wanted to ask uh, for people who are listening. Um, you know what. Lastly, like, what do you want them to know about your organization, about Moby? And where can they find you to learn more about your organization as well? I think one thing that I love, that I would want to highlight is info at moby-nyc.com. 
can be a place where you can, you know, email us, email us, write us, you know, if there are projects or ideas or organizations and partnerships and things that you want to see as an individual, it's like activate that inbox and just let us know how um, we can be intentionally supporting you individually, but also the in, as a result, the community, you know? So it's like individual ideas, you know, breed really amazing, you know, community events and campaigns. So if there is something that pops up in your mind, it's like, oh, this would be dope. Let's see if Moby could, you know, potentially um, work with us on this, or maybe let me share this idea with them totally utilize that because it's not just us you know like we we definitely want to tap into everyone in the community to hear what is what should be next on the docket you know for us so that's one thing um and just come and support us come see our events come um support the people that we bring to the events like i said before the artists the you know um community-based organizations specifically that we partner with uh, we partner with an array of community-based organizations here in New York. Um, and Dwayne can probably talk about that a little bit more. But yeah, support them. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm going to pause there. I'm going to pass it to Dwayne and Julian. Yeah, absolutely support. And um, also, you know, we if you do attend, like Anthony said, you we have community-based organizations and service providers and even like small business owners that we bring into the fold. And it's, you know, just... I always tell people that even if you can't buy anything, just talk to people about what they do. Um, and so just really, you know, um, taking advantage of those opportunities and showing support to uh, to the people that support us also. Um, Anthony hit the nail on the head. Um, we, you know, we like what we do, but we we are nothing without like the thoughts and the breath of, like, of the community. And so like any opportunity to give us feedback, to give us ideas and suggestions, or even just to like lend a helping hand would be, you know, would be great. We appreciate it all. So, <laughs> so yeah. I love it. Yes, most definitely. And please totally keep up with us on Instagram. Um, you can uh, follow us at Moby, which is M-O-B-I-N-Y-C. And then also we're on Twitter as well. So, um, you know, just stay connected. We and our YouTube page, too. Like, you know, we have, of course, uh, we mentioned like our um, the three part um, Moby Talks digital series that is available on our YouTube channel. You can also view our 20 uh 2021 uh moby fest performances on our youtube uh page for just to see the beautifulness of all that you know and i i would encourage y'all to just tell a friend about moby you know like um this conversation was built around you know talking about community talking about what moby does uh for the community but you know this conversation right here is community you know um what y'all do at him podcast is for the community you know so it's like i think the only way for us to grow is just to tell a friend to make sure that mm -hmm. a friend friend and you know and vice versa so yeah i i truly appreciate um definitely this opportunity but yeah keep up with us on social media as well and we're on facebook too i love it i love it so um we do a segment called i don't know who needs to hear this um and you know you tell the girls <laughs> <laughs> what they may or may not need to do. Um, so um, I'm going to just go ahead and start with Anthony. I don't know who needs to hear this, but... I don't know who needs to hear this, um, but you are the baddest bitch. Facts. Period. Period. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Very... Um, very, very on brand for pride. I love it. <laughs> I'm gonna kick it to Julian. I don't know who needs to know this, but Moby Fest is free, and Moby Talks is free. So I mean, you know, what's your excuse now? <laughs> you must be friends with Niece, because that sounds like something Niece would say. <laughs> oh, that was very on brand for me. Oh my god. I love it. I love it. Uh, Dwayne, what you got for us? Uh, in the spirit of Pride Month, um, 
and speaking from experience, I don't know who needs to hear this, but don't let that man let you not be gay. <laughs> this pride, just go out, live, touch on a few people, you know what I mean? Like get drunk and kiss random people. Cause I mean, it's pride and why not, you know, <laughs> but no, celebrate yourself for sure. <laughs> When I tell y'all, y'all done gave me the energy that I need to go do this 10-hour shift, honey, because that, <laughs> that really served me. <laughs> OMG. I know it's been short, but this has been a beautiful, beautiful episode. I want to say thank you all for just taking the time out to just come have a little chat with us. And, um, you know, we know what y'all are about, but our listeners, um, you know, like you said, we want to continue to just pass the baton and tell the girls about all the girls we know who are actually in the community and doing the work, making the changes. And we absolutely love you all. Thank you. Thank all, like all four of y'all so much for having us. Yes, and, yes. Uh, yeah, thank you. Just can't wait to see y'all in love on y'all. Yes, it's giving happy prayer. <laughs> <laughs> and like Anthony said again, thank y'all so much for this opportunity. Like we truly, right. congratulations on everything of thus course. far. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Yes. I guess it's time to go ahead and give it to Stevie. Stevie, is it that time? But yeah, it's time for Jam of the Week. What have you girls been listening to? Well, Laquan, what's your Jam of the Week, Snake? Yes. Hmm. My Jam of the Week is a song called Need You by Emmanuel. Hmm. Love that. Come on, Emmanuel. Sounds fab. I'm going to check it out. You know, I always add your songs right to my, right to my playlist at, before we finish recording. I'm like, bitch, it's a vibe. let me see. It's a vibe. If you, and if it's a, and you feelings vibe, but it's a vibe. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, I've been having some days, so I definitely will be checking right. it out. Um, Malik, what's your jam of the week? Um, I got Iffy by Chris Brown. Chris Brown, I think, is about to release a, a new album or whatever. And y'all know I'm a Chris Lord. Brown fan. Yeah, yeah. How many songs is this album gonna have? Forty five. We're giving forty five to fifty. Right. I don't know. You know. At this point, I listen. I end up just you know listening to maybe ten. But if he go off, I can't wait to hear that in a club. But yeah, if he by Chris Brown. Okay, Uh, Aaron, what's your jam of the week? Um, so I had this concept in my mind when I was in Paris that I'm going to have a theme song as I was walking around. And um, <laughs> this so happens to be um, Funny Money by Byrell, the great yes. um, feature in Paris and Fat Femme. Bitch, it's nothing like... I was like, where's the Revlons? No shade, where's the Revlons? Yeah. <laughs> I was pumping around with the, with the beat pumping and I was like, where's the Revlons? Like, no shade. Um, yeah, the song is definitely a bop. And it's just really something you can pump around the city to and just feel your puss. Like, this is the moment. Well, bitch, I was watching your story and I thought that you were going to do uh, Roman Holiday because, bitch, in front of that statue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Roman's revenge. Roman's revenge, whatever holiday, whatever it was giving. I was, it was like, giving bitch, Roman Holiday, if, it was. Listen, right. So I'm like, bitch, wait a minute. If, if you, look, you can take the bar out of New York, but you can't take the yeah, I was like, girl, that is a fucking key. Um, I live, bitch. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, was watching your story now. Screaming. It was a key. I was screaming, bitch, and like screaming out loud when I saw that video of you standing in the statue with Nick Minaj, bitch. I said, that bitch ain't got no bit of I was kidding. You fucking fool. The fool. I could not. Stevie, yeah. what's your jam of the week? Okay, so, I mean, listen, it's Pride Month. And, of course, I would have to grab... <laughs> um, it's not one of my indie artists, but she is a queer artist. Her name is Mars. Um, she had an opportunity to perform on the BET Awards. I don't know if it was last year or, like, BET's upcoming spotlight or whatever. Um, and she has a song called Wizard. Um, that just randomly came on while I was sitting here cooking dinner last night. So, yeah, Mars uh, Wizard is my jam of the week. Work. Um, she's on tour with her right now. Oh, work. So, yeah. Oh, work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even know she was on tour, opened, but yeah. She opened for her. Amazing talent. Love yeah, her. She opened for her. She sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. 
Great voice. Bitch, Gag, I, I thought y'all jamming I, I fucking who Malik, right? Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> girl. I, I don't listen to her. I, that was like a that was yeah, bitch, I was listening to her, my boyfriend. But I'ma go. But I'ma go and see what she's giving. <laughs> Lefty loves, you know, her is like a brandy type. She's one of Brandy's daughters, so Lefty yeah. absolutely loves her. So he okay. was he was kind of fanning out a little bit, like <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I was laughing at him because he was just so like he was really into it and I like love when the girls you know just to pull it all like together. No shade, I love it. No, and when when I found out she was um, performing in my hometown, I was just like, oh well, you know, you can go see her, and you know, I'll go of course. But I want to, you know, I went there to see my mama, so <laughs> I went to go see her. Okay, yeah, <laughs> you can go and see her, okay. and I'm gonna go and see her, and I'm gonna go okay. see her. Right? Right. 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 It looks nice though. Yeah, yeah. I love that. She said, if you want it, don't take me for granted. Come on. Bitch. And my mama, um, it was cool. Like, it's so funny because I think, you know, we're at that age now where we can kind of party with our parents. And, you know, my mom doesn't really drink or anything. But I was, it was me, my boyfriend, her, and her good, good girlfriend. And, like, bitch, we was, we was cocktailed. So it was just I nice to that. enjoy my mom, you know, like so, yeah. And you gotta and, be and, like, and, you gotta be like. Remember when you said I wasn't one of your little friends? Right. <laughs> now I'm one of your little friends. <laughs> now I'm one of your little friends. Okay, hey friend. <laughs> oh my god. Well, listeners, if that is it, um, we love y'all. A great episode, and we'll see y'all next week, bitches. <laughs>